Hey, it's Neville here for Friday, June 17th, 2022 with the stupid email, which of course means swipe thought, uplifting picture, interesting and drawing. So let's get into a swipe. So as you know, I love old school ads and these decades old Range Rover ads from the 90s do a great job of two main things. One, they show that the Range Rover can handle tough terrain. You'll see what I mean. They all kind of feature that it can handle tough terrain. And then two, that the Range Rover looks good just by showing the Range Rover. It's a pretty cool looking car, especially back from back in the day. This is a cool looking car. So for example, in this ad, it says you can drive as if it were your brother-in-law's and it shows the Range Rover going over some like crazy difficult mountain terrain, which in reality, I don't know if it would actually be able to go over that, but it looks pretty intense. And uh, I'm not sure why the person who wrote this hates his brother-in-law so much, but, uh, you know, we get the point. It's kind of funny. Anyways, this next ad from Range Rover promotes the suspension of the Range Rover by comparing them to Nike Airs. And I remember looking at this ad being like, why would they compare it to a pair of shoes? And then I kind of realized when I was a kid in the 90s that these Nike Airs were a big deal. You know what I'm talking about? It's like the, the sneakers and it has like that bubble of air. It's so common nowadays. But I remember when that came out back in the day, it was a big hit and people were like, does it make you jump higher? It was like a, a big thing. Like, should they let basketball players use them? It'll give them an extra advantage. So that's where that, uh, that concept came from. It probably made more sense back in the 90s than it does now. And this last Range Rover ad is my favorite. It doesn't even show the product um, up close, at least. It just shows the Range Rover, and it's like a drone view, like a helicopter view of a uh, of a desert. And there's a a big line of traffic going through a highway. But then the Range Rover is way off to the right, just carving its own path. And instead of driving all comfy on the highway like the other cars, it's driving straight through the sand. And it says, can you spot the Range Rover in the picture? I thought that was a brilliant ad. Love it, love it, love it. Um, here's a thought. I just really didn't have any other fun thoughts. So <laughs> this is another death calculator type thing, which some people hate. But uh, I remember thinking about like, if you could program your life and you only had like a, a couple characters to do it, like one tweet, what would you do? So I said, load Neville, age zero, born, age 20, make money, age 30, slow down, age 40, family, age 50, end competitive working life, age 60, family, age 85, end. Now, this isn't a very well thought out uh, plan. But if you just generally take a, a human life, it's probably somewhat like that. And I've read so many biographies, autobiographies, and almost every single one kind of ends with this moral of like, I wish I spent more time with my family and friends, like literally every single one. And so I think the journey is the point because we're all going to, you know, pass away at some, some day, some point in the future. But uh, the journey is the point. So remember, you should be having fun now. Make a good day out of it. Um, let's move on. So here's something a little more uplifting than that. I recently spoke with designer Chris Doe on a podcast <clears throat> about copywriting, starting a business, uh, finding the best clients. It was kind of cool talking to him. He's kind of a famous online designer, um, and I follow him, and it's pretty cool just uh, having a chat with him. So you can listen to the whole podcast. I linked it up over there. We had a couple cool quotes um, <clears throat> for example, on copywriting, um, if you change the words around on a page, it often makes a dramatic impact. So true. Um, starting a business. If you can't do it on the side, you probably can't do it full time. I see this all the time. People are like, well, I'm going to quit my job and then start a business. I'm like, well, I bet if you can't do it now, you can't do it then. So you should start it now on the side. And then if it becomes big, quit and become, go full time. And then, uh, finding the best clients. So the best clients usually for copywriters, the ones that I like, um, is like a sure thing. So they're doing a bad job at marketing, but in spite of that, they're still selling well. That means they have a good product market fit or a service that people want. 
So let's get on to a picture. Um, here's a fun weekend project I did. So <laughs> there's a lot of pictures here. I added an ab and stretching area to my garage gym. So here's a quick tour of it. So this is what my garage gym looked like uh, before. I had chalkboard walls. I put some uh, mats down. And then there's this concrete lip. It's about three and a half feet wide. And I always thought it could be turfed or padded in some way. So originally when I had turf installed on some of my balconies, I, I was going to put some turf here, but I thought, nah, it'll look weird. It probably won't be useful, whatever. <clears throat> so I left it as concrete. But my friend Sam was clearing out his garage down the street and had some leftover turf from a, a turfing project he did it in a courtyard. And so I took it. Uh, I measured it all up, uh, sliced and diced it, and uh, glued it down, got it anchored real tight so it doesn't go anywhere, and um, turfed that lip. It was kind of cool. And one unexpected uh, problem I had was the speakers that I had sitting on a table right there that are now gone because I removed that, I just threw away that table uh, because I wanted to, you know, do abs in it stuff in that area. They have no home. And so I put the speakers in the ground and they just sounded terrible. They need to be mounted up a little bit higher. So lucky for me, I love doing projects. So I bought some uh, Amazon mounting speakers, uh, speaker mounts, and I put them up. And then another problem happened. There's a big droopy cable between them. It's this thick cable and it can't go through the cross studs. So I was like, damn, what do I do? So I bought an even longer cable that can go all the way down, be hidden behind the turf. But then there's these two stupid cables. And man, I don't know if you know me, but I hate cables. I, I don't like them. I don't like them showing. I think they make everything look uglier. So the next step I'm doing is I am hiding these cables behind the drywall. Now that is not done yet because unfortunately I cannot do it myself. Um, these are exterior facing walls. That means they have insulation behind them. So it's not as easy as just poking a hole and dropping a cable down and grabbing it in another hole. You have to kind of fish it through and I don't really have all that equipment. I don't really want to buy it. And here's another problem. I have cross brace studs. They're for fire prevention. So I have to call a professional to hide these cables. They have these special tools that they can go behind and big drill bits and blah, 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 whatever. But anyways, now I have an ab and stretching area in the gym and I've already used it and it's awesome. Here is just a little interesting something. So I've seen online education evolve as technology has become better. And the education that people pay for specifically has changed quite a bit. So for example, in the year 2000, it was extremely common for people to sell a PDF file with info in it. And I mean, for hundreds of dollars too. So they'd kind of market that here's the info you'll get and uh, have a big long sales page and then you buy it at the end and then you read that PDF. Well, now with the advent of YouTube and podcasts and video and short video and all sorts of stuff, you and, and just the, the web has developed a lot more, you could probably get that same information for free. So no one's really paying for a PDF file of how to do something. You just find all that information for free. So then in 2010, videos were starting to come of age. Remember, YouTube was not exactly the same platform it was now. It was almost like just a video hosting platform for short videos. But uh, you could sell an online course with videos in 2010. And that was kind of like state-of-the-art education. Now, most of that stuff you can find, no matter what course you paid for, uh, let's say it was like about Excel, how to use Excel sheets or something like that, you can find all that information pretty free and like really good quality stuff on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, whatever you have you. So now in 2022, what's more popular is communities and results. So for example, even copywriting course, it moved from just like a set of videos you bought 
to a collection of videos and different topics, and then eventually to a community where we actually help you do something. So I think uh, communities that offer a piece of service, it often offers access to the person that's running it, and then also results, like a result-oriented community. So when you join ours, it's like we, we want you to get better at copywriting, we give you practices and exercises and tools to make better copy. We also help you write it. So you have to like keep adding to the value chain if you're gonna sell information or education online. And it's been cool to watch as that goes on. And I have a feeling in the next five years, VR, AR will somehow come into play at this and change this dynamic even further. So um, I love this little tweet that Justin Welsh had. He said, online selling five years ago was a garage with rented Lamborghinis, <laughs> fake skyscraper office, rented private plane, and BS nebulous advice. And then online selling today is tight-knit communities, high engagement, building together, tactical help, real results. And I thought that was very apt and very astute. Um, here's a little drawing thing. So inside copywriting, of course, we have these assignments that people can do. And one of them is marking up images. So for example, one of the images we have people mock up is, uh, or sorry, mark up. I'm gonna change that on my thing right here. Is this image of some uh, Air Force Ones, some, some Nikes. And it's just a plain old image. And we say, use Canva, use Google Drawings, whatever you want. And uh, just, this is a practice ground to learn your image skills and feature, uh, show, feature, fe show features and benefits of these shoes. So just for fun, look at some of the different results members have posted in this assignment. And uh, only members can view that link that I shared there, but I'll just show the, the pictures here. So uh, TR posted this one, it's just some images. Um, it's the image with, saying yours for $160. It says that it has full grain leather, but then someone else marked up the image and it just looks better. And then someone else marked up the image and said 250 and it's crossed out with 160 showing that it's on sale. But then the granddaddy of them all, the very last one uh, from QA, uh, he did this in Adobe Illustrator. And I honestly thought this was a professional ad. And I saw it and I was like, holy crap, someone did this. So it's kind of cool to watch people just learning, doing, sharing, and watching a simple picture of sneakers take on uh, different forms inside the copywriting course. So hope you enjoy these little tidbits today. My name is Nelvin Medora. This is The Stupid Email, which is, of course, swipe, thought, uplifting, interesting, and drawing. And I will talk to you later.